This is Brooke, and you're listening to the Holy District Podcast. We are in um, week two of What is the Church? And um, each of us... uh, You'll hear from several voices within the Holy District community, whether that's in Pennsylvania or out here in Arizona, where it is blazing hot these days. Um, And this week, we are exploring the church as a gathering. So when you think of gathering, I want you to imagine, like, what do you see? What do you envision a gathering being? For me... Um, A gathering is simply just an assembly of people, right? It's like two or more people coming together, whether that's like around a cause, a purpose, a conversation, a party, an event. Gatherings happen all the time in our lives. Just think about your last week. Think about several gatherings that might have taken place. It happens in our neighborhoods. It happens in our communities. It's centered around sports and book clubs and mom groups or birthday parties, sometimes political purposes, perhaps um, gatherings are groups that raise awareness towards injustices, you name it. Our culture is driven by gatherings of all shapes and all sizes. And the church is also a gathering, right? So um, there is a Greek word called ecclesia, uh, and it's used over a hundred times in the New Testament for describing the church. By definition, ecclesia is a gathering. And Paul, when he addresses the letters, um, when he writes his letters, the epistles, he addresses these churches as to the ecclesia of dot, dot, dot. And then he inserts, you know, the name of the church. And he says, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a political, sociological, and religious statement. And today we're going to read from Acts 2. So if you have a Bible around or you just care to listen, I'm going to be in Acts 2 uh, verses 42 through 47. So let's find out how the early church gathered and what um, their purpose was. So let me get to Acts here. So Acts I'm reading in the NLT version, Acts 2.42. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracles, miraculous signs, and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place, and they shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions, and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So let's rewind a little bit in this passage. 
And let's talk about some things that um, were important to their gathering. They communed together. And by commune, I just mean they shared, um, they not only broke bread together um, and shared meals together, but they shared their intimate thoughts and their feelings. They also prayed together. They witnessed wonders. They, it says they had everything in common. And they sold their property and their belongings um, in order to be generous or to give to anyone in need that was around them. It says they met together regularly. Of course, they ate together again. And then they expressed gratitude for what they were, for what they had. And to be honest, in this passage, I don't see anything about sitting down at a service you know, for an hour and a half, listening to a sermon and going home. And not that this did never happen because, okay, we very clearly do see Jesus speaking to crowds of people in the Bible while he was alive. However, if we are solely focused on church as a gathering and we're talking about church as a gathering, what I see here is that literally church could take place anywhere. It doesn't matter where. This doesn't even have to be like a church building. It doesn't have to be anything special. It doesn't need to be programmed or scheduled. In this Acts passage, uh, the church here is portrayed as everyday life with other people. So when we look at the early church um, and what it was like in the New Testament, really people were meeting in their homes. Um, Nympha's house you see in Colossians 4.15, Philemon's house in uh, the the, uh, Bible, Philemon, the passage Philemon 2, Lydia's home, which is found in Acts 16, 15, and 40, and then Gaius hosts um, uh, people at his home in Romans 16.23, being good news to those around them and gathering with others beyond just social norms. And this is what we find in the early church. So we ask the question, why do we need to be in community with one another? Because we all belong to Christ. So therefore, we all belong to each other, right? The Ecclesia is a heavenly gathering happening right here, right now on earth. These local gatherings are earthly manifestations of that heavenly gathering around the risen Christ. Local gathering is an important way that we express our fellowship with Jesus, meeting Jesus corporately and individually. Personally, I don't think we're meant to be shut in. I don't think we're meant to be sitting alone watching TV for hours, which honestly sounds amazing to me some of the time. Or even just tending like to the needs of our workload, um, our business, our our house chores by ourselves. We're not meant to do that by ourselves. We're meant to bring people together. We're meant to be generous, sharing what we have with one another and bringing the kingdom of God through acts of kindness. And this is what we see in this Acts passage. So, you know, when it comes down to talking even about the Holy District and what we do um, with our church expression, 
I've had people ask me whether or not the Holy District is actually even a church, or is it enough? And my response really is like, well, what is enough? What's enough for a church to happen? If you have two or three people weekly gathering, expressing kindness towards one another by sharing a meal, or we share a car because somebody needs transportation somewhere, or someone's, you know, baby needs to be watched because this mom or parent needs to get work done, or they need some rest. Isn't this enough for church? Is this enough of a gathering to be called church? The church belongs to God, right? It was created by God to help bring his love and kindness to every single person. And so that every single person is without any need. So what would that look like? What would our world look like without need? Without any problems, if everyone had what they need, everyone had what they need to flourish. I think this is the church. So how do we do this, right? We gather... We use expressions like the early church. Now, don't get me wrong. Humanity is flawed. Even the early church was flawed. So I'm not just, you know, sitting here how many ever years later saying like, we're going to get it right. Or, you know, we need to go back to the early church because they got it right. They did get some things right. But honestly, they are still people. And, you know, Paul had to write letters and use some strong language uh, addressing churches Um, because he needed to warn them for some of the things that were happening in the life of the church, because people are people. But what if our church gatherings were simple, right? What if it wasn't like this box to be checked? What if it wasn't just to make you feel good? What if church wasn't even for you? What if it was actually about generosity for others? What if it was sacred and holiness that could be found wherever we gather with whoever we gather with. If you're someone who does have a harder time putting yourself out there, I definitely can relate. Okay, I, I can relate to that. I have a hard time putting myself out there. You don't want to make a fool out of yourself and you might feel rejected. And it's so hard making friends as an adult. Um, you know, you're not a part of a college or, you know, oftentimes you're not a part of sports groups. And so it is super challenging. But let me just be the first to invite you to explore um, what could happen in your life by gathering with other people. And uh, with the Holy District specifically, um, you know, even if you're not local to any of our physical gatherings in Pennsylvania or Arizona, that's okay. Let's connect over the phone or online. Um, you know, we can either schedule a spiritual direction session or coaching, and you can do all that directly through the Holy District website. Um, but I just want to encourage you that the church is a gathering, and this is what we want to explore together. Next up next week, we're talking about the church as a body. So thanks for listening today. Whether you're gathering with two people or 10 people this week, go and be kindness to the world. 
because this is The Church Friends. Mm-hmm.